don't forget, it ain't the first 48, bro. It's 60 minutes, bro. You come at the king, you best not miss. Five for my gangsters, they gon' get it, brat cracking. Four trade gangsters, they gon' get it, crack cracking. ABK gon' walk, walk down straight, jacket. Once I cut it back, this shit ain't just ready. You're not locked in this game. No, zone 32. 32. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Zone 32 podcast. It's a quartet instead of a quintet tonight. My name is Jake. His name is Drew. His name is Will. His name is Trippy. Say what's up to me. Fuck you. No. Nah, there you go. What's Let's going on, on people? No, no, we're not I'm saying hi to the people. We're, we're telling Jake to go fuck himself. Hey, he, hey. Trippy's a man Jay, of people. He's a oh, lot of people. I ain't telling him to shut the fuck up. That's hold you. On, let, me, let, let me switch it up. What's going on, people? It's with six people. <laughs> there you go. There, there it is. Anyway, we got a show to get into. We got to recap a game that happened in, uh, in Aperture Stadium. A fucking travesty. Uh, there's nine drops. They counted them for seven. But that was a shit show. Ravens lose to the Pittsburgh Steelers. For the sixth time in seven games, 17 to 10, if I recall. Yes. They're, they're, I'll let y'all go ahead and do the talk about it because I, I'm too angry about it still. Drew, handle it, man. Right. So first I'm going to start with Grant's absence. Um, Grant drank about four Cosmopolitans to the face over FaceTime with me after the Pickens touchdown catch. And I haven't heard from him since. So maybe RIP Grant. I'm not sure. Um but regardless, you know, we're, th- we're thinking of you, Grant. I know I know your buddy George scored a touchdown. It's the greatest moment of your life. But, like, reel it in and maybe show up next week. Um, drop passes are unacceptable. I, I don't even – I've said enough on the internet. If one more fucking person tweets me some shit about why Rashad Bateman paints his fingernails, I made a drunken off-the-cuff comment about, you know, focus on catching the ball instead of what color you paint your nails this week. And I had 800 people tweet me about why he does it. I – I'm not going to say I don't care. Like, I'm sorry that you went through a personal tragedy, but catch the fucking football, please. Like, that's your job. You've been running your mouth for the whole offseason about how, you know, EDC doesn't have faith in you and it's a trainer's fault. You can't play him, blah, blah, blah. You missed the game last week and you show up this week and you drop two fucking passes. You have one catch for eight yards. Shut your fucking mouth, catch the ball. Mark Andrews, I'm I'm annoyed with his drops. Um, his touchdown drop might not even have been a pass intended for him. If you watch the playback, that might have been actually thrown to Zay in the back of the end zone, who was way more open than Mark Andrews was. So he's knocking down a pass for Zay Flowers and not catching it. Just unacceptable. And he had a couple other drops that it's like, come on, man. Like you are, you know, one of the highest paid tight ends in the NFL for a reason. Let's let's not do this shit. Like, like catch the fucking ball, please. Um and then Zay and Nelson had some drops. Uh, Will and I have, you know, we talked about this on the PSF live stream. I give both of them more of a pass than Bateman and Andrews. I'm not thrilled Zay Flowers was dropping balls because they were plays where it looked like he was trying to think about what he was going to do with, you know, the ball after he caught it instead of just securing the catch. That's dumbass mental mistakes that we cannot make. And yeah. then Nelson that. You know, Nelson Aguilar is, is a known guy who drops balls, and, like, you kind of knew it was going to show up. It doesn't make it any better, but it's also, like, uh, you know, I accepted going into the season Nelson Aguilar was probably going to drop one or two passes that were going to piss me off all year. So, I don't know. I, I, that, that's just fucking ridiculous. Don't fucking do that. Catch the fucking ball. It's your fucking job. 
Lamar Jackson had the highest PFF grade for a quarterback this week. And so, like, you're looking at this of, you know, and PFF's kind of stat nerds, but whatever. Like, Lamar Jackson played a pretty phenomenal game, and people are shitting on him because his wide receivers can't catch the fucking ball. And I, I don't know. Ronnie Stanley, again, practice on fucking Fridays, you fat fucking loser. Like, you are the high, one of the highest paid left tackles in the NFL, and you got beat like a fucking drum all game. And it wasn't by just TJ Watt. It was by Alex Highsmith in one of the most important, you know, situations of the game. Came off the edge free and forced that fumble from Lamar. People are giving Lamar shit for ball security in the fourth quarter there, but, like, that's his blind side, and he's got a highly paid cornerstone left tackle allegedly playing there, and that motherfucker can't block Alex Highsmith. Like, come on, man. You've got to be better. I have other complaints about some of the takes by our fans. I thought maybe I would give Trippy and Will the floor to let them kind of, you know, vent about the game for a little bit, and then I would get into those. So if anybody wants to add on to any of the shit oh, that yeah, I said, yeah. feel free. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, you might as well let me go, Will. Um, about that game, I felt real good at the beginning, and then it's just like the same old raising shit. If you want me to be mm-hmm. honest, like, yeah, receivers dropping the ball. Like, usually we're going to Pittsburgh. We ain't even really got no good receivers to even throw the ball to. And now we got some decent receivers to throw the ball to. They can't even catch the ball. Like, yeah. the shit was just embarrassing. I was, like, it's it's kind of crazy to say this. I was hoping that we really beat the shit out the stairs just to shut them fans up because they was taunting me the whole game, you know what I mean? But I guess the Ravens yeah. I, I guess the Ravens was doing me a favor by not sending me to jail because I'm pretty sure if we would have won that game. I probably would have been in jail with Pittsburgh, but... Once again, the Ravens, the Ravens. Let I would have driven man. to bail you out, so don't worry. I would, I would have driven but, to Pittsburgh to bail you out, but yeah, it was a but, fucking just an embarrassing show. But Ronnie Stanley, yeah, I'm starting to like. I try to like give him some, you know, what I mean, leeway because you know, what I mean, injuries, vet. But yeah, bro, you gotta start practicing with your guys, man, because it's just like you can't skip Friday and then have that kind of showing on Sunday. So if you're gonna take a veteran rest day on Friday after not playing for three weeks and not practicing in full for a couple weeks before that, and you're going to practice in full twice and take the Friday off, you better make sure you show up to the game ready to play on, on Sunday. I, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know what that motherfucker Ronnie was thinking about on that play. I guess he was thinking, oh, TJ's not on this play, so I'm good. The whole time, if you don't know, if it ain't TJ, it's always Highsmith bringing pressure too. And it's what about like, the other eight plays where he gave up pressure? Right. That's what, it, it was just It was a fucking pathetic performance by him. And it gets buried by the fact that our wide receivers were so bad. But he was fucking horrific. Also, it, it, if you wanna if you wanna hear a, a criticism of Todd Munkin, you have Patrick Ricard on your roster. Oh and you hello? and you have run. Yep. Where? Hello? Why yeah, why 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 Pat Ricard wasn't in on that play? He only had twenty seven percent of the offensive plays. Right. Like, the like, shit don't make sense. Him, you have him on the roster. He got charted by PFF for having three pass blocking plays. Um, apparently PFF doesn't call it a pass blocking play. If you kind of chip somebody and sort of run like a little, uh, you know, flat route in the backfield. So, you know, maybe 10 plays that he was on the field. He was, he passed blocked for, why is he not on there more? If your quarterback is getting fucking killed because your overpaid idiot left tackle can't block people. Like that's exactly. what Pat Ricard is there for is to fucking make that play and, or, you know, help, help the offensive line. And so use him there. Also, again, we get the ball on the – I think it was like the three-yard line after that Kevon Seymour uh, fumble recovery on the uh, block punt or the, the punt return. Like, no adjustments. Give it to Gus. Why, why are right. we throwing – Lamar, Lamar, Lamar has never thrown an end zone fade in his entire career. 
Why is that the play we go to? Just fucking feed Gus. Like, he is the best short yardage back in the NFL since he's coming to the NFL. I read somewhere that he's converted on, like, some astronomical amount, like 93% of his, you know, third and two or fourth and two carries. He's converted on, like, 90% of them. So fucking give him the ball in the red zone. Like, let him run the ball in. That's what he's there for. And, you know, again, stop running pass protection plays for Justice Hill. Justice Hill is a great – it has played very well this year. I have no beef with him other than that fumble. But, like, let's be real here. Like, he's a small guy. He's not a pass blocker. Okay? So, stop yeah. putting him in the backfield to pass block and let Patrick Ricard do that. If you yeah, really need we, somebody in the backfield to block, do that. Right. And then we do the little jet sweep to Zay. Not saying, like, to be honest with you, that was a dumb play because we lost yardage on that play. Like, why not yeah. just feed Gus – Three times, and let's see what can happen. And then why not run a bootleg or something? Like I just ain't understand like that play call. Like so, that, like. I, I I got a weird comparison here, but I remember when the Red Sox paid all that fucking money to sign Daisuke Matsuzaka. Like he came over from Japan, and he was this highly touted pitching prospect, and he was supposed to be you know the fucking greatest pitcher of all time. And the reason why he sucked in Major League Baseball is that he'd get guys down zero and two because he had fucking great stuff. And then he'd try to be cute on the edges. And, you know, he'd end up getting into a three and two count. And then three and two count, he's got to throw a strike and somebody would hit the shit out of it. And I felt like that's what Munkin was doing on Sunday, where it was like uh, we got to the red zone and then he tried to be cute with the play calls. Just fucking stick with what works. And whether that's a QB sneak from Lamar, whether that's feed Gus, I don't, I, it doesn't matter. You got a lot of options, but just do something that fucking works instead of trying to like be the smartest guy in the room. Just, just fucking make it work. Score touchdowns. Stop leaving points on the board. We left two. We was in the end zone two times and couldn't get no points. Like, right? I still ain't understand that. That's why I'm hoping Sunday when we go out Sunday, we got to at least put up thirty points. I don't want to see no nothing, no less than thirty points. Like, no, to make I, up for I that because, like, like that's just crazy. We got the weapons and we can't even convert. And the Titans like, it's are crazy. not a good team. Titans are not a good team. They are the kind of team that you need to go in and fucking, you know, crush it. It cannot be a close game. It can't be an ugly win. You got to go in and win all 60 minutes. Yep. Like is literally, that, be, literally beat the fuck out of them for 60 minutes because anything short of that is unacceptable. Exactly. And then I was uh, listening to, I can't remember what I was listening to this from, and it made sense. Like, you see how the Ravens, how we bought in um, – Mike, remember how we bought in Mike McDonald, right? And everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck, this and that. Then we drafted Kyle Hamilton, and everybody was like, oh, he ain't no safety. Like, where he going to play at? And you see how Mike, like, you know what I mean, basically made a position for him. Mike's though, fucking great. Mike you see is what I'm fucking saying? great. And I feel as though with Todd Munkin, like, I want to see that with the offense. You see what I'm saying? Like, let's start, in, like, you know so what I'm saying? In, like, in Todd's defense, it took Mike about six or eight weeks before he really turned it into Mike McDonald, we know now. You know, again, he blew that lead. They blew that lead against Miami, and they blew that game against Buffalo. And then Mike McDonald figured it the fuck out and stepped up, and now he's one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. You know, I'm hoping that this is Todd Munkin's kind of uh, come-to-Jesus moment here, where he kind of realizes, all right, I no more fucking around. Let's, let's, let's fuck some teams up. And I'm hoping this is the week that, you know, Odell seems to be healthier than he's been. Um, Zay is Zay. Mark Andrews is going to be motivated. You know, Rashad Bateman bought some cool new Balenciaga shit, so maybe he's going to be happy this week and not fucking drop the ball in the end zone. Like, let's make this fucking hurt. Let's let's fuck the Titans up. Let's 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 make sure that everybody realizes that you know we are the Baltimore Ravens, we are a Super Bowl contender, and let's make sure people don't forget that. All right, it's my turn. Yes, speak. All I want to talk about is Rashad Bateman. 
Uh, yeah, I'm in. Rashad Bateman sucks. It's not good. He lost the game for us. He dropped what – I mean, there's no arguing this. He dropped two passes. Did you say but... Bashar or Rashad? Rashad doesn't matter. Rashad doesn't matter. Not, but, he's not worthy of you pronouncing but his first it, name. It is, it is certainly ironic that he, he uh, shares a, the, the, the phonetic pronunciation of his name with Rashad Perryman. But Rashad Bateman is not good. Rashad Bateman d- does not deserve to be a first-round pick. He has been – Injured over and over and over again. He has never really shown up. Um, there was a game last year. I was trying to think of which game it was. I think it may have been against uh, the Patriots. He dropped three passes. Yeah, and so last well, yeah, year. I remember I that because been... he messed my parlay up. I, I never but forget so, that game. So last year I would have been willing to write that up too. That was a fucking really weird weather game. Like hurricane winds, rain. And so at that point I'm like, all right, like weird weather, like maybe this isn't going to happen again, but it keeps happening. And so that's where my frustration with Rashad Bateman comes in is it's not that I haven't given the guy a chance. I haven't sat here off off season. You know, Will and I had a argument for zone 32, you know, purposes of, you know, Will was like, I'm out on Rashad Bateman. And I'm like, you know, give him a chance. Like this is his year. Like, you know, he could come in with a chip on his shoulder and he could really, you know, fucking light the world on fire and prove that he's that guy. And he has not done that through six, you know, through five games. So yeah, I'm out on him until he shows me something that you know uh, is worth being back in on him for. To me, and he I know- is he he uh there deserves to be lower on the depth chart than than Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is contributing. Nelson shows up. Nelson shows up. Nelson tries. Nelson might not be the greatest wide receiver of all time. You know, again, former first round pick. He's on his what is it? What is his third fourth team? You know, third in his team, NFL yeah. career third team but he puts in the work he showed up in the offseason he was fucking always there and yeah that was a horrific drop actually it might be his fourth team now that okay i think it was eagles raiders patriots eagles raiders pass us yeah and it's and it's crazy because when he was with lamar practicing everybody was like oh he's a fourth receiver what the fuck he doing with lamar practicing he ain't gonna get no time but he wanted it he's showing up right yeah he wanted it he showed up so you know fucking kudos to that guy he wants to make a fucking difference here. He wants the ball. He wants to play. So fucking let him play. Because again, Rashad Bateman posting on Instagram a fucking, you know, I don't want to say it, a, a photo shoot that I will not call what I want to call, a photo shoot and then going to the Balenciaga store, you know, after you delete your Twitter because people are making fun of you, like, fuck off. Also, oh, and again, it, hold, on, hold on, hold on. He deleted his Twitter and he refused to talk to media. Not... Right, necessarily because people were making fun of him because he didn't show up. Like he he showed up and was terrible. So like, right. dude, you you it's it's your fault that people mm-hmm. are saying what they're saying about you. No one's saying anything that's untrue. So face the music, be accountable. Right. So if, and, if he thinks so he's accuse- if he thinks he's wide receiver one, but he's not willing to go in front of a fucking microphone and and talk about it after the game, then he's wide receiver. 15 you know what i mean and, like you know in the moment i said it was his burner account somebody brought it to my attention that this account was tweeting during the game i'm positive he had a family member in my mentions telling calling my mother a whore and saying like she likes cock and like that's what she needs and blah blah, blah. because i said rashad bateman drops too many passes this is the kind of caliber of human being that we're dealing with of like is so fucking tuned into social media attention and so tuned into the wrong shit he wants to be this fashionista 
he wants to, you know, post these cool Instagram pictures, just catch the goddamn ball, man. Enough, enough. Like we don't care. I don't care that you are at some fucking designer store. I don't care that you took this photo shoot because you hired a stylist. Like, you know, this, this, I, I need to be like this trending fashion guy. Fuck off. You're a wide receiver. Catch the goddamn ball. He's got Hollywood Brown vibes to him. And it's, it's bothering me. You know, he's had, uh, he's had that for a long time to me. Right. And so to me, I was willing to give him this year of this was the, the Ravens have now gone out and disrespected me and brought in a first round, round wide receiver and spent a ton of money on Odell Beckham. And they don't think I'm that guy. Let me prove I'm that guy. And he has not proven he's that guy. So fuck off. Actually, he has proven he is not that guy. Right. He, he's proven Eric DaCosta correct. He, he has proven that EDC was correct in drafting Zay Flowers and signing, you know, Odell Beckham. He's, he a, de- he, he's a depth piece at this point, and he's not even like a reliable depth piece. So to me, it's like, what what are we doing here? OK, so, so let's just use Ravens Twitter as an example here. Before the season, if you said the Carolina Panthers wanted a young wide receiver and some picks in return for Brian Burns, Nobody would have said, I'm okay with trading Rashad Bateman for that. Or the vast majority would have been like, no, nah, th- no, like we can't do that. We need Rashad. And now I promise you like 80% of Ravens Twitter would be like, yeah, fuck it. Send Rashad for, for Brian Burns. People were on my ass about my mock drafts where I was trading him. And they were like, why are you trading uh, Rashad? I said, because the wide receiver room has been remade. He's going to be in his feelings about it. He's going to be a pain in our ass. He's going to underperform and it's going to turn into this storyline. Whereas if we're able to just, you know, with him, I think it's like if, if in the off season, we were able to move him to another team, it's like, Hey, we're doing you a favor here because you expect to, to be getting top of the depth chart, uh, targets and opportunities and that's just not going to be the case because of the way that earn your targets earn your built now right so we're going to send you and somewhere yeah. else where you're going to get those opportunities i think then it's like all right everybody's happy but um i mean we didn't do that and you know there's people who are standing their ground on oh rashad bateman he's he you know he, he's still got he he still has all he, that that potential I, he I does. don't see he it. Well, I, no, it's, I don't see it's, it. it's not. It's not. It's not wrong. He's got a ton of physical potential, and he has, you know, now in three years, not put it together. So fuck him. Show me something. Show me that you can translate that raw physical potential that you have flashed a couple times into consistent production. Well, but like that's, the, that's, what, that's what where is I the differ poten- from you. What is the potential though? If, if the potential is just that he can run good routes and he's fast, right. then yeah, he's fast. He's he he can but run if good you routes. Can't he catch can get the open. ball. Then you're not a wide receiver. You're just I, a fucking I, guy not, who runs around on the I'm, field. See, so this is where you and I philosophically disagree. Is that he has the make of a good wide receiver, but he does not have the mental stability and the hands to actually follow through on that potential. You can't the, teach the guys. hands is the biggest the biggest issue, right? But you you can't teach guys to be his size, move as quick as he does, and cut as quick as he does. And so, if somebody's watching on tape or somebody's watching him at a you know a combine type event and seeing that kind of shit, I totally understand why you look at him and you see this great potential. But it's now been three years and he's not been able to stay healthy and he's not been able to consistently do that. So to me, I'm out on him until he fucking proves that he can catch the fucking ball. You can get open all you want, but if you don't catch the ball, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Well, Rashad Bateman lost that game for us. Um, yeah. 
dropping an easy touchdown, dropping another. Hold up. I, I, I do have a. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? I have to understand what just happened here. They called that on the Chiefs, right? I'm not watching the game. I don't care. That crackback or whatever. Okay. No, he, he fixed it. He fixed it. Yeah. He said first down. So I'm like, what the fuck? What's the score? What's the score? 16 nothing. 16 nothing still. Yeah. Russell Wilson can eat my dick. You know, fucking yep. trash bag quarterback. Um, that and also I, never bet on a fucking um, what's his face defense, Vance Joseph. He's not good at what he does at all. Yeah, I just thought you know not losing by more than ten points was not a not a hard ask, but clearly I forgot Russell Wilson's a fucking terrorist. So um, yeah, I took the live yep. bet for Russell under eight and a half rushing yards like a dumbass, and I see he got twenty three. So. Yeah, he, he's been running all over the place. Uh, I I took Chiefs minus twelve and a half live. Smart man. So I, I do have a hot Mike McDonald take that Will and I have actually clashed on this week, and I would like to hear everybody's thoughts on this. So you think he's a are, succession plan? No, people are killing okay. Mike McDonald for the zero blitz on what ended up being the Pickens game-winning touchdown catch. Um, and actually, Mike Tomlin or Patrick Peterson, you know, quoted Mike Tomlin said, "The Ravens are the kind of team that when." You know, they look like they're about to die. They're going to light the house on fire. Um, I have no issues with him setting the house on what ended up being that game-winning touchdown catch from Pickens. I think that was the right play. And I think that, again, our fan base is missing the point here, that the issue was that we could not score points. We scored – we kicked that field goal with 12-25 left in the second quarter and did not score after that point. And so when the Steelers have the ball – borderline field goal range down 10 to eight you're going to send the house i'm okay with that move 10 times out of 10 and i know will specifically told me that you know he thought it was too aggressive of a call and i've seen you know multiple people say that like let kenny Pickin or kenny pickett beat you with his arm and he's not capable of doing it and that the nfl is this new you know be conservative league and too high safeties and blah 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 you have Marlon Humphrey one-on-one with George Pickens. Send the fucking house, and you should expect Marlon to cover George Pickens and not let that play happen. Well, Please okay. discuss well, where let, I am. Let, let, well, let, let's be fair. So what I said was, number one, the biggest issue is that Marlon pr- played press and then played trail Yes, with no safety help. So that's where the the play call to me then – is a little confusing because Marlon is not known as a guy who who makes mental mistakes like that. Well, to, Marlon hasn't played all year, so yeah, I mean, true. It's just to me that, but that's where the defensive coordinator needs to make a call that's in line with you know the 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 situation. The situation is that you're you're going man to man. The situation is that your special teams just got you the ball within the ten yard line, and you gave it back to the Steelers right away. And so you, your offense has now proven that in a 10-8 to 8 game, they are going to give you no points. The house is on fire, okay? You're about to die. And Mike McDonald pulled out all the stops and fucking went for broke. And it didn't work. But I'm okay with that call. I would have, I would have preferred a single high look there so you had a safety to come over and, and give. So who's your single high in that look, just hypothetically? I don't care. <laughs> any any of our very athletic uh are they even, making it over to Pickens and stopping him there? Well, I think that the it's single and high now you're start, now it's, you're sing, it's, it, it's single high with an eye on Pickens, period, because they don't have anybody else. 
Okay, so now you knock Pickens out of bounds with, what, 144 left, something like that? Okay, so now Steelers are clearly in field goal range at that no, point. No, no, no. I don't think he makes a catch if there's if there's safety help. Okay. Uh, I, I, my, my, my whole issue with that line of thought is that the reason you, you backed Mike McDonald into a corner because his defense fucking balled out all game, and you put him in this spot of – he felt like he needed to make the big play. He felt like he needed a sack to push him out of field goal range or needed uh, you know, a pick or something like that. And your defense didn't come up with it, but you put your defense in a do or die spot and they died then. Like I'm okay with that. I would rather trust the defense in that situation than not trust the defense. I don't think it's not trusting the defense to to have a safety to come help out Marlon Humphrey, who is it's his first game back with a foot injury. So, you know, whatever. But um and people chalk that up to, again, our favorite argument of the fire Harbaugh one, which I am fully irritated by our fans of taking Sunday as a fire Harbaugh moment when it was not. Um, you know, people lump this in with games where, and, you know, you can go back a lot of years. Uh, and, you know, I, I saw a bunch of stats, but if you go back to when Harbaugh took over, like we have routinely lost games that we should not lose due to some dumbass coaching decision. And Sunday was not that. People are isolating the, you know, uh, calling a play on that fourth and two instead of going for three. I think that it was kind of dumb to try to draw the Steelers off sides there. And so I fully understand the criticism of that. If your wide receivers catch the ball, that's a non-factor. And that's more my issue with that of, you know, John Harbaugh cannot fucking hold these guys' hands. Rashad Bateman needs to catch those passes. You know, Mark Andrews needs to catch those passes. Zay Flowers needs to catch those passes. Nelson Aguilar needs to catch that touchdown pass. I'm not going to get up Harbaugh's ass for Sunday. No, and I, then yeah, I, I and then after the game, after the game with the press conference, people were very mad at things Harbaugh said. What did you want him to say in that situation? Did you want him to go on that on that fucking podium after the game and say, you know, we overpaid a fat bitch, Ronnie Stanley? Um, you know, Rashad Bateman's more worried about his Instagram followers and likes on his, you know, fucking fashionista pictures than he is catching touchdown passes. Like, what does that solve if he comes out and actually okay. goes scored shirt? Well, there? you're you're going like extreme with it, but when well, what he come, you want him to say? I'm t- okay, here's my issue. If you come out and you say, I, "I'm proud of the effort today," and oh my god, Cortland Sutton just made a fucking That's crazy funny. catch. Yeah, he did. Um, so. If you come out and say, I'm proud of the effort today, the effort was the problem to me. It wasn't a lack of effort. It was a lack of execution. Those guys made the effort to get open. They shouldn't catch the fucking ball. So uh, well, that, me, I disagree. To me, the, I, the, I effort, the, effort, the, effort, the, the effort and the execution are, are one and the same. But uh, uh, it's just a it's just like a, a stupid response to me. I mean, like even like a response like, you know, I'm pissed off that we lost a game like that. And not getting into specifics, not throwing anyone under the bus, like. But I'm proud of the effort today. No, you're fucking not, and you know that. I, I guess to me, I've given up on caring what Harbaugh says in front of a microphone years ago, because I've always found him to be my lying, you know, fucking pussy. I, I don't know what the right word is. That he he's always been a player's guy in front of the mic, and he's never been a guy to throw people under the bus. And you know, I, I kept seeing the. Harbaugh's lost his fire from Roy, but you go back and look at any of those, and Harbaugh has never been a guy to be like, yeah, my bitch-ass wide receiver dropped a touchdown pass. That's why we lost. Like, that's never been his game. That's never been who he is as a coach. So 
I, I'm not opposed to the Harbaugh discussion. I'm opposed to the Harbaugh discussion under the pretense that Sunday is what triggered it for you. No, 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 definitely not. But yeah, no, I don't, I'm not. I'm not accusing you of having that take. I'm saying that the reason why that take bothers <laughs> me so much is that I like Trippy's background. Yeah, I just I can't see Trippy's background because he's not. Oh, there we go. You're you're he's on not, you're, you're on mute. Trippy, Trippy, you're mute. Oh yeah, my bad. Look, I said shout out to Hassan. He caught that nice picture, man. Oh god, poor Hoss. That kid people, works his ass it, off. It, like, yo, Trippy. Love... Even when I posted that picture, people immediately the fucking Bateman ball washers show up and they're like, "Oh, uh, the the DB had his right arm." I don't give a fuck. It hit both of his hands. Guess what? It's the NFL. You're going to what? You think every time you catch so, the ball that you're not going to be getting touched actually, by the, the, the Spen- defensive Spencer back? had a Spencer had a pretty good video on it where he broke down the play. And, you know, he highlighted where it was something you could call defensive pass interference. But Spencer's point was also that, like, if you're a defensive back in that situation, you should commit defensive pass interference. Because the worst that happens is that it's a spot foul. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm I'm okay with pointing out that, yeah, Levi Wallace grabbed his arm. But also, he didn't catch the fucking ball. And that's Rashad Bateman's job, catch the fucking ball. he, He has, you know, bothered me. Since the season started, that again came in a season with what should have been this chip on his shoulder, and just has done nothing with it. And like enough is enough already, man. Like just fucking do something. Pro- no, prove yeah. prove everybody wrong. Prove everybody wrong. Bateman, like if Bateman needs perfect conditions to make a catch, then what what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, I and, think... and and let's be clear, he had perfect conditions to make a touchdown catch and dropped it too. So yeah, it, it hit. There was nobody near him. It hit him in the fucking chest and he dropped it. Fuck that guy. All he had to do was catch the ball, tuck the ball in, go down to the ground, touchdown. But the the thing about me I'm worried about is like, and I, I know some fans like, oh, it's just, you know, week five. But we got to understand like he had number one receiver and it's like he almost coming to that contract. Yeah. So it's, and then you got to think about it. Yeah. You oh, drafted mean, him. Yeah. You drafted him to be your number one wide receiver. Right, and if Odell leave next year, it's just like wow, you feel me? But I mean, I mean, if Odell leave next year, we know we got Zay, but it's just like who gonna be the other receiver? Like, can we count on them? Yeah, we we can't. You can't count on just Zay and Mark Andrews. That's not how an offense works. And in the way in the way out of offense set up, all he gotta do is just catch the ball when it comes to him. It's just like I don't know. He has. But I mean, he gotta prove himself to me, though. I ain't gonna lie. He gotta show me something. He's got to show me that he wants to be that guy, and he has not Cause, shown cause, me that Because you know what else I find funny, right? And I'm not I'm not one of these fans that, like, you know, judge players what they do with their personal life. But, I mean, that's what a lot of people do. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when Lamar got pulled over for speed and this shit. Everybody wanted to bring that up. You see what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, that's what some people going to bring up. Like, I mean... This my point about women, like the same way how like you like to pull up to the stadium looking real flashy, this and that. Like on the field, I want to see the same thing. You feel me? That's my opinion. Like I ain't talking bad about him because at the end of the day, he can buy whatever he want. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's got money. When you get right, but when you get on that field, show us what you got. You know what I mean? Like I did feel like that was kind of weak. Like you delete your your Twitter. I mean your Twitter just because like you was gonna get the outlash of that, but. And I mean, I'm that's a part sure of the people business. said, I'm sure people said horrible shit to him. Again, I'm not like playing victim here. I've had fucking 700 faceless strangers tell me to kill myself. It's not fun, but like 
Also, it doesn't really matter. Like, who the, who the fuck actually cares? And, so, well, like, at some point, like, you can't – as a professional athlete, you have to understand that there are just assholes in the world that are going to say mean shit to you if you don't do your job correctly. So just take it with a grain of salt. Don't open Twitter. Um, actually, when we had uh, Mo Stone on, uh, James Brosier's uncle, he said, you know, like, James blocked me because I'm not important and he doesn't want to read that shit. And that's a totally fair – you know, way to handle this of James Prochet has more important shit in his life, you know, in terms of being a football player than reading me shitting on him. And so he blocked me. Like that's, that's how you should handle it. Of You should look at the internet as if you think Twitter and you think social media is fucking with your actual job. And the reason why people care about what you're doing online, then just don't fucking look at it, move on, you know? Rashad, don't post your fucking Instagram stories of you in front of the Balenciaga store anymore. Like you just come off as a tone deaf asshole at that point. Who was the, uh, what's, what's the famous tweet? Was it Charlemagne the God? No, it was Tyler, the creator. And Tyler I creator. Yeah. No, uh, you know, ha ha ha. Close your eyes. Yeah. I can't, I can't say some of the words in that tweet, but it's a phenomenal tweet because it's exactly what people should do. Trippy, you know the tweet, don't you? You know the tweet. No. I'll send the, it to this, you. Cyberbullying is not real. He says he uses some words. Um, Lindsay OK thinks that one of them is the end in NFL. So I can't I can't say that out loud because I'm not of the correct, um, you know, ethnicity to be using that word. But, yeah, it's a great tweet because it's 100 percent correct. Of don't don't fucking read trolls on the Internet. Just close your fucking laptop. And move on with your life. Right. It, it's it, it's that simple. And like Rashad, like I don't. I don't know Rashad as a person, so I can't say like, you know, anything negative about him as a person. I can just tell him that tell him that his work ethic on the field pisses me the fuck off and his production on the field pisses me the fuck off. So fucking do something. Tell me I'm wrong. Prove it. You know? Yeah, that's man. That, yeah, that's how I feel about him because I know him personally. And I mean, I'm cool with him. But at the same time, I want you to play better, too. I can't just sit up here and be like, oh, I'm cool with you. You know what I mean? Like. It's going to be like, no, I want to see you play better, like regardless of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like that's the the thing with you, Trippy, is that you are – you're friends with these guys, but you're also like real about what they do on the field. And you're not going to let a personal relationship, you know, block you from stating your feelings. Like you got killed, uh, I think it was last year, for the what does Tyler Huntley do that Lamar Jackson can't or something like that, you know? Yeah, oh, there's the, a difference, right. Yeah, what's the difference? I, you know, again, I saw that tweet. I was like, this is a horrific tweet, but you also stood behind it. And you're like, you know, I, I feel like Tyler Huntley can win this game. So you, you stand behind your right, feelings. Ba- right, is, based off of what we had at the moment. You feel right, like I can't exactly. just, and I can't be a fan that, and be like, oh, I ain't got no you, confidence. Because like I tell Raven fans, it's still 53 other men on the team. So they, right. I'm pretty sure them Raven players, they ain't show up and be like, oh shit, we ain't got Lamar, we ain't going to show up. They still showing up, you see what I'm saying? And I probably, like, worded the tweet wrong, but that's all I was trying to say. Like, to this day, you still got Raven fans talking about, oh, we had Lamar Jackson, we would have won. Like, but who knows what would have happened? You know yeah, what I mean? We probably would have, but you're right. Like, it's any given Sunday, right. you know, and anything can happen. And that's, like, the thing is that people get so fucking defensive of certain players and they give this guy a pass, but it's okay to shit on this guy, like, that's dumb. If somebody doesn't do their fucking job, I'm going to tell them that, you know, fuck you, catch the ball. Well, okay. if- like what, what, okay, Trippy, here's an example. Cause mm-hmm. uh, every, everyone knows what your job is. Right. So mm-hmm. I think Bateman had how many, how many targets did Bateman have the other day? 
five? Three, three, four, five. Uh, yeah, like four, five. Okay, so say say it's four. Let's mm-hmm. just say it's four hypothetically. I'm not going to look it up because I don't care. It's not not important. But if you um like dropped half the packages out of the back of your truck and they never made it to their destination, you get fired. Basically, yeah. Right? Yeah, they they yeah. kill you. Your bosses would be like, "What the fuck?" And your job is up. to deliver the fucking packages that are in your right. truck. Mm-hmm. And so and it, you Bateman know, had never... a bunch of packages in his truck, and half of them fell off before he got to the destination. Right. And I understand, you know, Can't there's that it. argument. There's the argument that you know Bateman is doing his job in front of millions of people who don't do that. Again, Will had a guy in his mentions this week, which is maybe the hardest that I've laughed at a tweet in my entire life. Of <laughs> Will Will said something to the effect of like, you know, Bateman catch the ball, and this guy's like. Will, have you ever played a sport in your life? And then it devolved into this guy challenging to a foot race. But like, it's guy weighs fucking... three hundred and fifty pounds. Like, I mean, right. and, and I can run backwards. I can run backwards and beat a fucking my, race. <laughs> my point, my point is more not even how crazy his tweet was. Like the the challenging to a race thing is that the entire idea that you can't watch a game and say Rashad Bateman should have caught that ball. Right. The reason why Rashad Bateman is an NFL wide receiver and I'm not is because he has proven that he is physically gifted enough to make that catch. And so when he right. does not make that catch, why can't I say that? Well, and the the, the catch that he the 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 catch he didn't make in the end zone, you could have made. Yeah. But okay, like, so here, here here's an easy one because I, I I think I might be the only golfer on this like the the person who still golfs on this podcast, okay? Like I'm a 13 14 handicap, okay? There are times that I watch PGA Tour events where I watch guys fucking, you know, skull a ball, you know, out of the rough and fucking way overshoot the fairway. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. But then I also remember, like, I'm not going to be able to compete on the PGA Tour, but I can still also say that that was a fucking horrible shot because I, I, I know that he should not have made that shot. You know, I know I know that his execution of that shot was terrible. It's the same thing with fucking NFL wide receivers of, like, I can watch the game and say – yeah, I probably can't get open in that situation, but I also know he should have caught that fucking ball. I can't right. run the same route that Rashad Bateman can, but I can tell you that he's wide open in the fucking end zone, haul the ball. It's just, it's, it's, our fan base is, is frustrating too, because I feel like there's a lot of children that are not, not actual football fans. They, you know, fucking dick ride Lamar, they dick ride a certain player, and they don't really have like perspective on any of their tweets. And it's just like a, Oh, you're being mean to this guy who's living out of his room. I'm not being mean. Like saying Rashad Bateman should have caught that ball is not mean. That's 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 a fact. Rashad Bateman would tell you he should have caught that ball. So why are you getting mad at me about that? I mean, that's the reason why he deleted his, his Twitter because he felt like he let the team. Yeah, down he knew he fucked up. He, at, at, at some level, he knew he fucked up. At some level, he knew that I'm getting shit and I don't want to deal with it. But nobody's giving him shit for the wrong reason. It's not like he is just getting people hating him for no reason. Like, he should have caught the ball. It's that simple. And again, you know, Mark Andrews is a great example of, Mark Andrews takes all the shit on the chin. You know, anybody ask Mark Andrews, should you caught? Yeah, I should have caught that. And, you know, it doesn't make it okay that he dropped the ball, but he also, again, he takes it on the chin and moves on to the next day. Like, why can't Rashad do Yeah, Mark Andrews deserves a ton of shit because this is... But he almost, like, he almost, like, lowers the shit. For taking it. No, but it's a trend. Here's the problem I have that 
in a in a lot of big situations, Mark Andrews has really bad games and has really bad drops. So that and and that's I mean, it's not like it's like oh well, you but know, he doesn't hide from it. No, no, he and doesn't hide from it. But but buddy, you got paid. You're one of the best tight ends in the league. You're Lamar's like trusted receiver. Catch the fucking ball. I Period. just want Mark Andrews. I just want Mark Andrews to listen to a lot of Jay Z and just start doing this. <laughs> I'm doing the the fucking diamond thing on the screen. Yeah, keep because your diamonds tries, up. But when he tries to catch the ball, he does this. His hands are that far apart. It's it's literally that simple of an adjustment. Move your hands in, and his hands are significantly larger than mine. And I'm positive if he touches his thumbs together, he'll catch most of those passes. Every time you watch him, it's a it's a one hand touches the ball in a situation where two hands should touch it. And like I'm a drunk idiot sitting on my couch, and I can point that out. So why can't he fucking figure that out? It's it's frustrating. Same thing with Rashad Bateman. Again, two hands. Just use two hands. It doesn't have to look cool. Nobody will remember that you looked lame pulling in a touchdown pass if you use two hands because you caught a touchdown pass. And stop letting the ball get in on your body. Right. Again, look, look, I can do it. See? It's the rock. But look, look, I can do it. <laughs> I, I am physically you capable of You all go older this. than that fucking Diamond Dallas page. Yeah. I thought Jake was going to pull out. Yeah, see the diamond. We should, now that we're talking about, you know. Diamond cutter. Our, our future That's intro right. is uh, our future intro is courtesy of uh, Trippy. Oh yeah, um, hold on. Yeah, we need to we need to uh, do a couple things here. We need to do next week's poll. We do. Yes. That's right. So yeah, will so you Trippy- get will you will you get a vote this week because um, Grant didn't show up. How do you feel about that? Well, no. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be on it. Well, and if Grant had showed up, then Trippy wouldn't be on the the wouldn't be eligible. But since it's only four of us, oh, then all right, fair, fair. Then fuck it. I like that. I like that, the yeah. winner. You know. All right, so Trippy, you can go first because you won. Intro um, song for next week. Damn, I can't even think right now. I'm gonna I'm go with a Migos song. Um, I'll go uh, Hotel Lobby. Okay, I, I got a, I got, I got a hot choice here. I'm gonna go with Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus, because you know we're gonna win this weekend. Come back to the USA and party, and then we're gonna be reporting like this it. week for it. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna keep a Miley theme for all my picks. Yeah, eh, fuck it, do what you feel, man. I respect it. I'll I'll stay in the hip hop realm. I won't go beyond that with the other tastes of music that I listen to. But obscure season season of the sickness, brother Lynch Hong. All right, Will. That's not even gonna <laughs> fit. That, I, I'm not even gonna have enough fucking characters to fit that in there. Doesn't there's matter. No way, it's not gonna win. Yeah, there's Doesn't no way that's no. Just so you know, no just so you know, every every my, week it's my gonna taste be... is if you know, you know, just straight up. My taste see, is if here, you here's know, the thing: you know. is that now that we've opened up the you know public voting. It's going to be Trippy and I neck and neck every week because we have, you know, the pulse of the people music, musically. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, that's a fact. Meanwhile, yeah, Will's I'm... like, Will and I had a heated debate today about um, several rappers, Trippy, and it would it would alarm you that, you know, the people that Will claims he doesn't know exist. So No, no, no. That. I didn't say I don't know they exist. I'm saying you, you, you act mm-hmm. like these people are fucking, like, mainstream – Trippy is, is NBA is NBA young boy a mainstream name? Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Okay. He's big on the mainstream. Thank you. Thank on you. on that, what all. mainstream? On what mainstream? Will, that's my. He point. had more Spotify streams than fucking Taylor Swift. That doesn't matter. Name. That doesn't matter. Does. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. Just, just will just because you're 48 years old and don't know who NBA young boy is doesn't mean that other people don't. The whole point, Drew, is that the only people who know who he who that he exists are people who know that he exists. That's it. There's that 
he, he's it's a hot take. It's a hot take. No, the but he's no exists. No, he exists. Uh, okay, if you walk <laughs> down the street and you asked 100 people, do you know who NBA YoungBoy is? 15 would say yes. 100 would say yes to Taylor Swift. She is obviously a more like popular, uh, you know, known person than NBA YoungBoy. The only reason I even know mm. who that is is because you talk about him. That's it. I don't know yeah. any of his music. You say you don't. I've never heard words, of this individual awesome. once in my life. There you well, go. It's also not my taste either. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, Jake, Jake also knows obscure facts about like guys who eat children. So I, I don't know if it's okay, good. But uh, by your logic, someone who knows obscure music would know NBA Youngboy, who allegedly. But he doesn't listen to rap. No, no. He al- yes, he does. But allegedly, Not that kind of rap. you you, <laughs> you claimed, Drew, that 90% of the population knows who NBA Youngboy is, which is a fucking you ridiculous cl- claim. You also claim 90% didn't, which was e- I, equally ridiculous. Much No, no, no. Much closer to 90% of the population don't know who NBA Youngboy is. So in a, in a perfect world, in a perfect world for my own satisfaction here, it would be 50% exactly no, know who NBA Youngboy is. Not even close to 50% of the population know who NBA Youngboy is. Not even close. I know John Harbaugh know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that is? NBA Youngboy. Because Patrick Queen loves him. Yeah. Okay. Play shit in the locker room. Knows who he is. I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of John Harbaugh's a man. Of I know a lot of the young generation. They, they, they a lot of they like the NBA young boy. That's what I said. I said people who are like NBA young boy is is popular with people like age thirteen to twenty five. I'm thirty three. Right, and I said you have the musical taste of a child. <laughs> yes, but again, I also have the musical taste of like you know. I would put 50 Cent and Lil Wayne ahead of them if we're, if we're having that discussion. But Right. Know. So, like, 50 Cent, you want to talk about Spotify plays and everything? 50 Cent probably wasn't even a fraction of whatever. Because he hasn't put out a new fucking song since right. I was, but, you know, 18. But, but way more people know who 50 Cent is than NBA Youngboy. People probably know who 50 Cent is now because of uh, power, not because of Right, rap. right, right. Is that I'm just, yeah, all yeah. I'm saying is you want to talk about, who like, people knowing who someone is – a lot of people don't know who fucking NBA Youngboy is. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I don't know a single song he he does. <laughs> hey, hey, Drew, we gotta do that, Drew. We gotta put couple yeah. rappers together, and we gotta get Will. We had murder. We had murder business. Uh, the instrumental for it for one of the intros. Hey. So, yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Look, I wanted to say real quick since we on the podcast. Anybody listening? If you're in Baltimore, come out to the Guilford Brewery Hall this week. The doors open up at eight. And you know what I mean? We're going to have a special guest, Jimmy Smith. Oh, there you we go. Oh, and, oh and we didn't know. And, and, yeah, let and, me read. Let me, hold and on, you're going to be with right? Trippy you're going to be with Rita? Yeah, I'm going to be yeah, with Rita. Let me read the details. So it's free entry for all ages. All you can drink. Wristbands available. 21 and up. So what they got? $25 wristbands for beer, mimosa, and all and that Trippie, fun send stuff. Me, send me that logo because I'll, I'll tweet it. Because, you know, right, again, like... You. Yeah, the, the Ravens cheerleader going to be there, Paul, special guest, Jimmy Smith. Supposed to be like a little block party, I heard. So, yeah, y'all so just come the, up. The real, the real catch here, Trippy's being kind of uh, humble here. The real catch is that you get to meet Trippy at this. So, just, you know. All right, here's my pick. My song pick. Yeah, your song pick. My song pick is going to be the Star Spangled Banner. I like it. Oh, I like it. That's good. That's a Kurt Schilling pick. So I like it. Fuck Fair. England. Suck my dick, England. Um, Damn. I'm mad. That logic I'm mad that we, went with Rick we haven't even talked. We American. haven't even. We we haven't even talked about uh, the Titans game yet. We haven't done any. 
But that well, was the, he, he but just no, mentioned the, that he's going to the lead-in. The lead-in was Trippy. Yeah, that was that, the lead-in. Right. Trippy, Trippy, the man of right. the people, will be watching the game with you on Sunday morning in Baltimore. Uh, will and yeah. I will not be live on PSF because I think our livers probably need a break. If we're being honest, for sure. Um, you know, after <laughs> after Sunday's loss, I was screaming at strangers in public, which is probably a bad look for us. So. Um, if we're being honest here, like Will and I probably need a week off from that. It'd be nice if other people probably pick up Slack so. and, you know, let you have a live watch along with them. But um, different conversation for a different day. So we are going to London. Um, I didn't know that we weren't playing at Wembley because I didn't realize that, like, other places in London existed that they play soccer at. Tottenham Hotspur so Stadium, I believe, right? Yeah, I don't know what Tottenham is. Some fucking football club. Their entire country is like basically the is size that the one of, that John of, Henry of like the, the which you one know, is John Henry on the mid Atlantic. No, that's um, Manchester United, I think. Okay, so it's not there, so I don't care because that doesn't help the Red Sox at all. Red Sox are going to sign Shohei Otani, so they need all the money they can get. But um, actually, you know, what was it they own one of those football clubs, right? Liverpool. Oh, it's Liverpool. Yes, yeah, Jake's right. It's Liverpool, it's Liverpool not Manchester Whatever. United. Soccer's stupid. I only know yeah, that no, because a friend of mine is an all-Boston dude. I only know it's Liverpool because they played – I actually think they played Manchester United at Fenway, and that was the fucking Correct. wildest thing that I've ever attended in my entire life. Um, just – I've never felt more out of place at a sporting event in my entire life, and I went to, like, a couple Harvard-Yale games with, like, nerds who don't watch sports, and I felt more – in tune with them than I felt with the soccer fans. So just, just for, you know, stupid uh, anecdotal things here, but yeah, so we're, we're going to London um, and we've kind of hinted at it, but we need to fuck the Titans up. Oh yeah. I, I think we're, I think we're all on board with that. Like we need like double digits, like running away, like foot on the throat, fucking kill them and make sure that there is nothing, no drops. None of that shit comes back to haunt us. Is Is everybody on board with that? Is yeah, that a fair statement? Absolutely. It needs to fucking happen. Think of that cup, the confidence of the team. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So do we want to do – I mean, for game preview, I, I think it's it's pretty simple. Um, Stop there Will again. And I, Will, Will and I Don't have, let Lamar get beat up. Will and I have a lot of weird moments on the internet of same brain um, where Will will send something and be like, I have a thought on this, and it's literally like verbatim what my thought is. And so today – Will sent their injury report, which said that three guys would not be traveling with the team. And my initial reaction was, why the fuck aren't the Titans in London right now? And that's yeah. exactly what was Will's, was Will's point on that, too. Uh, so they're, they're missing Burks, they're missing um, a corner, and they're missing a linebacker, which, again, they really don't have anybody on their roster besides Derek Henry, who I'm like, oh, my God, that guy scares me. And, Je- and- Jeffrey Simmons, right? Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons is pretty solid. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons you know. is good at football. They got, a couple, they got a couple good players. To, uh, yeah, they got a – I mean, again, they're not they're, – they're Kevin Byard. Yeah, they got is, like uh, a good but, six good players. Is Bud Dupree still there? Yeah, no. I think so. I don't think so. I think he's he's gone. I think he gone. Where is he I thought, now? He, I, thought he was, I thought he was in Atlanta at one point. And maybe. Oh, shit, yeah, he, he might, might be. be. Arthur Smith. Be, but, You're right. So they got a couple guys that I'm like – all right, like they're solid football players. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, they got that that Maryland tight end who, again, is just like a, you know, not a great tight end, but like a weirdo matchup guy who, if you put a Chig. linebacker on him, maybe he's Chig. Chig Wisu, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I don't fucking know. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. But again, like they got a couple guys. So I'm like, all right, like 
they're good at football. Like no, no disrespect to anybody on the Tennessee Titans. Like again, you've made the NFL. You're one of the best, you know, 500 football players in the world, but Ravens should kick the fuck out of them. Oh the yeah. Fact that they're not, the fact that they're not in London right now is bizarre to me because it's been proven time and time again, that you get to London early and you're in a better spot. Again, we look at last week of the Jags didn't leave London after their first game there. Okay. So the Jags beat the, the Falcons. That's not a real game. The Falcons suck ass fine and then you look at you know what they did to the bills the bills didn't get over there till friday whereas the jags have been there all week like it, it's just a, it, it's a bad it's a bad omen to not show up early so titans have shown up late they have some injuries they have ryan Tannehill at quarterback who um according to some has maybe made derrick henry's career in reality to the rest <laughs> of the world he's uh you know not a great quarterback they have the mayo drinking freak behind him I just – this is the kind of game that we should be winning by, you know, 20 points and, like, not – it should be a worry-free Sunday. And it scares me because I said that last weekend, but, like, this needs to be a worry-free Sunday. I'm getting my ass up at, you know, 7 o'clock to start drinking, so let's not fucking, you know, make Drew go out in public and scream at strangers this weekend. Let's win the fucking game. Please. Please, please Baltimore Ravens, fucking do your job. Yeah, that's gonna be an early. That's gonna be a good time to be drinking, man. Yeah, I mean, first thing I, in the I'm, morning. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up and you know brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Uh, shout out Keisha <laughs> or Kesha, whatever the fuck her name is. But um, I, I don't know. I'm just I I don't know if like X's and O's wise, there's much to break down here because again, it's, no, it's they're 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 stop Derrick Henry and you're good offensively, and like defensively, they have a lot of don't holes. Don't let Lamar get beat up. Yeah, don't let Lamar get beat up and don't turn the catch ball. the ball. Catch the ball, execute, and you're the better team. Yep. Don't overthink it. Don't do anything fucking crazy. Don't think that you got to fucking press and be out of your mind. Um, actually, after the game on Sunday, I tweeted uh, like you know six players or whatever that I yelled at, and the last one was Lamar Jackson of your teammates let you down, but don't fucking press. Right. And like that's the thing with Lamar is is you know. Trust your teammates. You know, they let you down this time, but don't don't think that they're going to let you down every time. Because that's the worst thing that can happen to this team is that, you know, Lamar stops trusting his wide receivers and starts trying to take things into his own hand and freelancing too much. Don't do that. You know, just fucking give your guys the shots and they'll execute for you. You know, yep. trust that they'll execute for you. Yeah. Well, both number one seeds going home this year. World Series. Oh, Philly's one? Yep. Good. Good. Um, but, oh, also about Sunday, right? Take the fucking points. I don't care. Take the points. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you because the money. I always say NFL games is not going to be a pretty win. You know what I mean? You got to take the points. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Take the points. So Zay Flowers not determined by fucking sports writers. Just a win's a win. Get it. Yeah. Zay Flowers anytime touchdown. I feel like he's a must this week. Yep. You know, we're now going to week six. He hasn't scored yet. Like, that guy deserves a touchdown. He's going to score a touchdown. I, I yeah, don't we, think it's we, – we, we was a triple away last year – I mean, last week from one. So, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to take a Zay anytime touchdown. Um, Obviously, Patrick Ricard anytime touchdown. Just, you know, doing that till it hits. That's the, It is what it is. And I think Mark Andrews scores a touchdown this week too. I don't I, – I, I think that he's a, you know – he hears the noise, and I think that he's going to score. I, I don't think that that's really that wild of a you know thought. Um, you want to sound... go ahead? No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. Finish real quick. No, because I, I think you're going to say what I was about to say. So I want to give you the credit for saying it. <laughs> no, this, look, this might be crazy, right? 
just based off the game last week, I'm gonna do it like this, right? Um, this is a lotto ticket. Bateman touchdown. Yeah, that's where I was touchdown. Going. Zay Flowers touchdown. Maybe a Nelson Aguilar touchdown too. Yep. Uh, Lamar three plus touchdowns thrown in over three hundred yards. Yeah, so I was, on, I was, I'm with you. I'm with you on the Bateman one of we're overseas. Shit doesn't make sense. This is the Bateman week. I'm in. I don't trust him, but like it just it it makes sense. You know, in my head as as a gambler, weird shit happens, and so from a gambling aspect, like again, Bateman's over under last week was sixteen and a half, and he didn't hit it. So I'm thinking this week for him to score a touchdown is going to be like you know plus eleven hundred or something like that. So that's that's great returns on that. I would think. I don't know. I mean, I All think right. it's going to be some fucking wild long odds. So fucking. Okay, so hammer. I just put together a an eight leg parlay. There's only one. There's only really one leg, or I guess two legs here that I, I see as being risky. So here, yeah. I'll start from the top. Ravens minus four. Yep. Under That's 41 and a half. Ooh. I just don't see the Titans scoring points. Yeah, so the only reason I don't trust your under is I think that we're going to be in that situation where the Ravens are in the 30s and maybe the Titans get some garbage time things. It's, you're going to sweat out an under there. You know, I'm That's not fine if I you sweat it. it. Now, here's the two. Yeah. Here's the two that are the wild card. Zay and Mark both anytime touchdown score. Now, we both we all just said we, we like them both to score, but anytime touchdown score bets are always, you know, it, there's a lot of risk involved there. Touchdowns are, yeah. you know, but I'm putting it in there anyway. Uh, and then the last four legs, I think, are all just like layups. Lamar Jackson, alternate passing yards, 200 plus. Lamar Jackson, alternate rushing yards, 25 plus. Zay Flowers, all receiving yards, 25 plus. Mark Andrews, all receiving yards, 25 plus. The odds on that eight leg parlay are. Uh, plus 8458. I have a 50% profit boost from K Adams if you're going on FanDuel. So I'm getting it up to 12 plus 12,689. That's mortgage money right there. Uh, that's mortgage money. So I'm in. Yep. Post that. Make sure you post that one. Yeah, well. I think I'm going to do mine. I like, I like Zeta score, Andrews, Bateman. Uh, Lamar, two plus passing touchdowns, 200 rushing. I mean, uh, 200 passing. 25 rushing, 40-plus from Zay and Andrews receiver. So I've been on quite the cold spell NFL-wise. Um, I don't know if I want to slander this individual. He's a, uh, you know, Minifan. Um, called me one day and told me to put money on J- uh, Jalen Hyatt anytime touchdown, and I listened to him, and that didn't Good. hit. And so since then, I've been, I've been fucking ice-cold NFL-wise. Um, so, you know, it, it, he goes by transmutes on Twitter. He's a fucking asshole. But, um, the only NFL shit that I've hit, I've tailed trippy. So I think tail, tailing trippy is the, uh, wise financial move here. Yeah. But I'm going to put some tickets together and post a ball live for people. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I'm yeah. liking these little odds on here. Something a little safe, you know? Well, yeah, this is Jake... the first, this is the first week we've, we've had player props available to us live. So yeah, you, you Jake, know why I don't like Cause it's an early guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, right. because it's an early game. You might be right. It's an early, it's an no, early game. California's stupid. Yeah. So Jake, what is it going to take for you to move out of California? We uh, go find. Shit, we another, started... another year or two on my trade. Get my card. I can take that wherever. Probably become a Union Sparky, and then from there, wherever's clever. So guys, I'm not married Jake's to gonna, California. Jake, yeah, Jake's going to lick his fingers. And the Mexican food. All over the, world. the Mexican food is right here. I will say that. Texas, but that's better. it. That's fine. Texas is better. No, it isn't. Okay. 
Don't this smoke is... crack, Drew. Crack kills on me. I don't like crack, but I like Texas Mexican food better than California. Again, don't smoke rock. Don't smoke rock. Why not? Why are you gatekeeping? For, why are you gatekeeping fun on this podcast, Jake? Fuck. Well, I mean, ah, uh, oh, man, I gotta dig out my fucking carry a local drug dealer shirt, then get full militant edge and shit. Fucking yeah, go move to oh, Salt Lake City, one, become one of those fucking Mormons. I got one more six leg parlay. All right, go for it, Trippy. Right. This is a good. This is a good one right here. Anybody listening, man? Y'all might have to tell this, man. I only want like two percent. All right. Um, Lamar three passing touchdowns. Lamar two fifty passing yards. Lamar twenty five rushing. Zay and Mark forty plus rush. I mean receiving yards and Ravens money line. There we go. All that's right. plus three thousand for. Uh, that's I mean, that's my that's, uh, of all the parlays you've given out. That's the zone thirty two lock. That that one's hit. Yeah, so, yep. yeah. Let me let me let me send that and put that in the chat. We got yeah, please do the, uh, page. Yeah. And I'm gonna bother Fields like literally after we hang up this call, and I'm gonna tell him to make me a cool gambling graphic so I can tweet that. We need him to to get the the shirts going. Yeah, because fucking Zach has been sitting here and um, you know doesn't have trippy merch because I told him I'd buy it for him, and then I was gonna surprise him with his own thirty two shirt, and it doesn't exist. Yeah, fail. It oh. fails. The uh, or sorry, sad to say, the Oreo season over now, man. You shouldn't be that busy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know. Real, real shame the Orioles got swept. I'm, I'm very, I'm very torn. Fuck about you. That. I just, I don't know how to deal with my heart on that one. Boston Red Sox and Baltimore Orioles won zero playoff games this year. Just in case people were wondering. So Will, Will and I are the equal amount depressed. You know, when the Red Sox won over a hundred games, they won the World Series the last time. Just, just you know, for um, posterity's sake. All, all irrelevant, irrelevant uh, facts. So we want to do score predictions before we cut it out. Well, yep. so yeah, actually, speaking right. of score predictions, let me go first because I, I have you know, Orioles you? haven't won a world or, Orioles haven't won a World Series in forty years, so I think it's only fitting that the Baltimore Ravens score forty points this week and they win forty to six. Anybody else disagree with that? I mean, I mean, yeah, but that's only in score difference. I still think it's going to be a two like at least two score victory. I'll go thirty one sixteen. No, I just want to thirty one fourteen. Just, just just for Again, we're we're a um, you know transparency podcast here. Jake has predicted close games against the Colts and the Steelers, and we've lost both of them. So Jake, I'm picking a two score win at least, actually three score closer than me. So close, just yeah. So yeah, thirty one thirty one fourteen. Ravens don't Ravens give up fifteen points a game. Titans score what about that much a game? Thanks sure. it. Offense will get go. Offense will get right. Trippy, what's the what's the score here? Um, I'm gonna go off um the Browns when the when they played the Browns. I think the score was like twenty eight to I forgot like something to three. Um, twenty eight three. Yeah, I'm gonna do thirty seven three. All right, I like it. So Trippy and I have the same. I like score that. Control. I just have us. I just have us scoring three more points. Well, and, and he has them scoring three more points. Tri- Trippy's so. Trippy's uh score prediction keeps us under forty one and a half. Fair. Yeah, uh, my score prediction is thirty-four to nothing. Okay. I I don't hate that one either. I only hate Jake's because you know it's too close of a game. Fucking Jake wants me to oh. sweat it sweating on Sundays. Jake, that please. We'll be, be a thirty. We'll be we'll, we'll be a thirty-one to seven. They'll score a garbage time touchdown with thirty seconds left in the game. Brewer yeah, eight, it's fine. Does, we'll does, does, under, does, doesn't matter. But Drew won't be sweating. Who, who no. would the touchdown be scored on? Yeah, which corner, Jake? Which corner are you slandering? Which corner? Yeah. 
Brandon Stevens, even I though he's been playing well. That. Oh, Jake, I'm I was just going to bring I'm, up something negative about Grant. I'm going to say Marlon Humphrey, back to back week. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Marlon. I like Marlon. He, he, he's a he's an interesting hold cat. On. So, so no, hold on, hold on. Now that Trippy is part of Zone 32 and Marlon has beef with Trippy, are we anti-Marlon? Oh, that's fair. I didn't even think about that. No, I'm just you know, again trippy trippy, you're my guy now, so I feel like people have beef with you, I have to fight them. So I don't know, yeah. maybe I'm an anti he said, maybe I'm an anti guy. He said he ain't got no beef with me, so we did. Yeah, he just didn't want to see you on Twitter, but why doesn't he want to see you on Twitter? I feel like that's just I can't I can't let that slide. Well, I don't know who that female was at the playoff game. She the one said she blocked me, and I always say it with him, so I don't know if that was true, but if that's true, I just felt like that was weird. But, I mean, hey, if he got me blocked, I mean, I'm pretty sure he still see my face when people that he follow retweet me. So Right, right. I, I'm pretty sure he ain't blocked Lacey, right? So, you know. No, but. I mean, we're, here, here's the deal. On Zone 32, we are Team Trippy above everything else. So, you know. Maybe I could be on the, uh, the fruit. What, what is it called? Fruit Punch Line or whatever that shit called. Um, yeah, the Jack, Pun- the Jack Settlement Podcast. Yeah. Punch yeah. Line Pod. Hey, I got to – well, I got to clarify something. We are obviously Team Trippy all the way, but we're we are more importantly Team Fuck George Pickens. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yes. And fuck Najee Harris. Just. just I mean, hard, you know. if if you wear black and gold and your fans yell Dallas got Super Bowl, then go fuck yourself. Period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also Trippy Trippy live on the PSF stream and today has spoken about how Steelers fans mistreated him. So when you see Steelers fans at the bank this year, if mm. you just want to say, you know, this one's for Trippy, go fuck yourself. I'm not gonna tell you to know. Go full it. hit him up. Yeah, go full hit him up. And, and I ain't gonna lie to you, I can't wait to that game because I ain't gonna lie, I might have to I'm just I know everybody listening right now, just y'all might have to stay away from me because I'm gonna have a lot of patron that game and I'm going to talk a lot of shit because, like, the way how they treated me, uh, it ain't make no sense. Trippy, let me stand- know how much. Trippy, how much is a bottle of Patron? I don't know, like 25, 30. All right, so I'm like going to cash up you that before the game, and I expect you to drink all of it because I bought it for you. So And Najee, and, and, and uh, Steeler fans, just let y'all know that Najee Harris curse still alive. I think he only had 37 rushing yards. So yeah. Actually, now that I thought about it, I'm going to send it to Hassan because I know Hassan's cash app. So I'm gonna send him, and I'm gonna be like, "You got that?" Oh, Jesus! I dropped my phone like a Ravens wide receiver there. But um, hey, I'm Trippy, gonna... Trippy deserves a uh, credit by the way because he predicted the the London uh, white jerseys, black pants. I think like three weeks ago on the on yeah, the yeah, did. yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm pissed off they didn't follow my prediction because it was it was great logic behind it. Uh, this is something you know, about it that was except that like. it was it was dumb logic because you were had them wearing purple jerseys purple. on the road. Yeah. Um, okay, so did you not see my follow-up tweet to that to Sib? No, I didn't because it, it was so okay, stupid. Okay, so would you like me to would you like me to explain it because I feel like people will be on my side here? Well, no, um, I understand time... the royalty angle, but no, 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 no. So there was a second follow-up to that every time I go to M and T Bank Stadium before the game, they say the national anthem written here in Baltimore. Okay, so that means that you know Baltimore was very key in winning the Revolutionary War which means that anything in London is actually a home game because you own London. So therefore Fair. purple purple in London is not not that far off. Wearing home not jerseys not in London. classified as such with with the the league. Yeah, but again, Roger Goodell's a terrorist. Um true, so, but you know. 
So, like, if you agree with Roger Goodell's classifying of games, then I feel like you might support communism and we might have to have a different discussion. <laughs> well, it's not me. It's not me. I mean, uh, if, if, I had, if I was in control of the uniforms, it would be a lot different. Yeah, no, I agree. Yep. I mean, if you if you were in charge of the uniforms, it would be purple pants every week, and then you might switch in, like, a black black every once in a while just to, uh, you know, fucking mix it up. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Will, Will, not a fan of black black. Well, please, please. Why do black black when you do black purple? Um, just, just everybody take that for what they want. You know, Will, not a February enthusiast. That's all I'm saying. All right, that, this, this, <laughs> this is offensive. How'd you not see that coming? This is this is just. <laughs> I thought I was amongst friends. I didn't know. Didn't know I was going to be uh getting gotcha. like okayed here. Gotcha journalism here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you should have fixed it. You uh, will. I, I need. I need the internet to know this because it, it hurt my feelings. So I was making fun of Will because in in September, end of September, he tweeted about somebody being the MC of the Orioles parade, and so his response to that was to old takes expose me about the Bruins and Celtics last year, and me saying that you know last Boston year it was in fu- the tweet was was in April last season of of twenty twenty three. Six last months season. ago. Last season. Last season. New season. Record books thrown out the window from 2022. Okay, so yeah. I don't even predict. Uh, number one, you're taking it out of context. I replied. I am to, taking. No, you're. it's completely no, out of context. No, it, was a, it was a reply to the account that is Orioles Parade. Someone else has an account that is talking about the Orioles Parade. And I said, at the Why? parade, the MC is Rita. Are you now, gonna are you gonna th- are you gonna throw a parade for winning the AL East? Is that is that how well, well the Orioles? To be clear, what, my my point was, what's worse, me oh. tweeting the Orioles parade account saying this is who should be the MC of the of the parade, or you predicting dual parades, two parades. Um, to, so if we're talking context here, I was responding to a new Massachusetts resident, also an ardent Ravens fan. Um, and also, you know, the creator of Lay's, uh, paper bag, ketchup and hot sauce creation. I don't know what his <laughs> ad is now, Rob, but, um, great guy. He's like, Oh no, I know all about that. Yeah. I mean, again, just phenomenal snack choice. I, now, I, let, I let never... me explain. The snack is original Lay's chips with hot sauce, Texas, Pete, Texas Pete hot sauce and ketchup in a Ziploc bag that he keeps in his pocket. So it just like absorbs it all day long and he busts it out. And, and so it. I was he said, merely, he said it's a, he said it's a hood delicacy. I was merely, you know, he moved to Massachusetts recently and I'm like, we'd love to welcome you with two parades for the Bruins and Celtics. And Will's like, Oh, you're a horrible person. You got this wrong. Real scumbag. Will. you know, just, that's, <laughs> that's the point. It's sad. It's sad. My book I'm box. just trying. Yeah. Um, every time I, I told Will this, every time I have a tweet that I'm like, I make some kind of prediction. I get like 40 bookmarks on it. And I'm like, one of these is Will and he's going to use this against me someday. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no, I never bookmark your tweets. But then I just, I know he's lying. So I bookmarked that tweet when I saw it in April. I told you I haven't bookmarked one of your tweets in months. It's true. I'll go in my bookmarks right now and I'll-, I'll Did you the- bookmark my message to you when um, John Means was not in, you know, on your playoff roster that the Rangers were winning three? Because that was right. So just- Oh, I gotta yeah. find your your most recent. That's just the Orioles. Uh, so the the, the the most recent one after the the uh, July one was on uh, not July the April one was on July twenty fifth. You said my birthday, uh, my birthday. American League Rookie of the Year, Masa Yoshido. 
Yoshida. All right, hold on. That was my birthday, for the record. The Red Sox were home. They were playing the Braves, and I got fucking hammered at that game. So I don't care. Everything's <laughs> spelled correctly. Yeah, I'm great at spelling when I'm drunk. I'm just, you know, I, I, I use some colorful language that Listen, I shouldn't use. And this I book, have some this I bookmark have. still has a purpose in the future, so. I mean, at least my birthday is not nationally hated, so I'm sorry that you feel that way, but. You a Leo, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm a Leo, I, I, I don't follow. Oh, my birthday, birthday two days at the yours. Oh, July 27th. Yeah, see, that, you know. All right, so next year you and I are going to celebrate our birthdays together, Kirby. I've decided. Yeah, I might have to come to Boston. We'll do a little Zone 32 party. You're not invited until you apologize. For what? Just general crimes <laughs> against humanity. Just just blanket apology. Just say I'm sorry. No. We'll clip it, and then I'll use it for anything. It's fine. You'll do the sorry from fucking BP Oil in South Park when you're fucking over the barrel. Sorry. We're sorry. So what's great here is that Jake usually makes references that I don't understand, but I fully understand. But you do understand that one. Now now, now I feel in on the joke. I like it. Yep, that's right. I don't watch that. Anywho, that's too bad that you have no taste. Anywho, that's going to do it for this week's installment. We'll be back to discuss this, that, and the other, and hopefully a fucking dub against the flaming thumbtacks. But meanwhile, it's time for me to die. I'll take I'll take it. It was okay. That was a it was good, like yeah, that was a good zone zone thirty two. Thirty two.